I definitely feel success when I'm driving home somewhere or going someplace with the sunroof open or with foreigner blasting on the, on the speakers, you know, it's just, it's a life, ex, life success to me is, is, is just the feeling of being happy. Let's face it, most of us would rather be making art than running a successful business. But here's the thing, we can 100% do both. If you want a creative business that you and your clients adore, and that supports the life of your dreams, you're in the right place. My name is Erica Ewing, and I'm here to challenge you to define your best life, and then to cheer you on as you build a business that supports just that. Welcome to the Successful Creatives Podcast. In the words of the great salt and pepper, let's talk about success. Because if you're not running a successful creative business, then it's just a hobby. And ain't nobody got time for that. Okay, so clearly that's not how the song went. And I'm clearly not salt and pepper, But I am your host, Erica Ewing. And I'm so excited to take the journey of becoming and developing into the truest successful creative version of ourselves that we can be. I am really excited about the content that I've pulled together for you for this inaugural episode of Successful Creatives. We're going to talk about what success means, and you won't just hear from me. I've rounded up some of the best creatives from LA to Boston who are going to share their perspective and their advice for someone who's looking to cultivate more success in their business. Ready? Let's do this. Let me first go through the lineup of all the amazing creatives that you're going to hear from today. Starting off with Jordan Zobrist. She's a fashion and advertising photographer and creative director based in the greater LA area. We've got Sarah and Rick Pennergraft of Penn Weddings. These two are a husband and wife destination wedding videography team. And while they're based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, their travel schedule is something that wanderlust dreams are made of. We've also got the incredible Roberta West, formerly of Romanticist Studios, a brand styling company, and now a digital marketer who provides resources and training for creatives who want to sell their products and knowledge and services online. And finally, Molly LaCroix of Molly Ann's Photos. She's a dear friend of mine and one of the best wedding photographers in the New England area. She'd never describe herself this way, but she is absolutely a picture of success, as are all four of these incredible creatives. I am so excited for you to hear from them. Jordan, start us off. Honestly, success for me has has always meant um, being self-employed, being my own boss, deciding my own schedule, working for my own growth and success of my business instead of dedicating all my time and energy to the success and growth of someone else's business. And also just having financial freedom, which means having enough money to where I don't have to think about money on a daily basis. I just don't want to have to think about it, which means just having enough money to be comfortable and do the things I want to do. Nothing extravagant, but just have enough to, you know, meet my needs and then be able to do some fun things here and there and not have to worry about, about money. (laughs) Hey, Erica, we're both waiting to see who would talk first. <laughs> um, success to me means, you know, professionally is is working. <laughs> I mean, being able to create something and do something to where people want you to come and do that for them. We set a goal of 15 to 20 weddings a year, 15 being the cutoff, 20 being max. So if I hit my goal of 15, 
um, I really think that that means that's that's what success means. If they're willing to pay the price that I that I'm going to charge them to come and do their wedding, then to me that's success. I, I'm successful. I've reached my goals in that. And also, the second part of that is if those couples really like that video, you know, if we're able to give them what they want, and that just means that that to me means that I've been successful in that years is being able to fill my goals of the amount of weddings that I want to do, give them the high quality video that they love. Um, that's what I see as success. Strictly from a business standpoint and maybe going back to when we started, uh, I think it was a combination of clients being happy with the work we gave them, but us also being proud of the work we've done that we really take pride in what we've put out and that we are uh, being well paid for it. I'm not going to, you know, deny the fact that yes, um, it does matter that people see the value in your work and are willing to invest. That said, the older I get, the more success for me becomes still being proud of my work, but basically being able to pay my bills and hopefully have a little extra for, uh, for some vacations and some fun things. It's about Having something that we are proud of, but also something that is able to support just a happy daily life and being able to, I know most people say the idea of work-life balance when you own your own business is a myth, but finding more time to just spend it with each other, with uh, the pets since we don't have kids yet, going out kayaking together, going on trips together. That's a big part of business success to me, too, is just that what I am doing as a business owner is making enough money to pay my bills and let me enjoy my life with my family and pets. That's what I was going to say about the the life balance, work balance was, was uh, if I can do something that gives me time to go do the things that I love to do. I love to be on the lake with my wife following her around in this kayak, getting some sun, checking out the goats that are on the island that <laughs> we like island. to go to. <laughs> to me, success is all about being at peace. Peace with where you are in life, peace with who you are as a person, peace with everything that surrounds you. It doesn't have to be about a number, which for so long I thought was what success was based off of. And that number always changed for me. And no matter if I hit that number or not, it didn't always bring happiness. Once I started getting good balance in my life and surrounding myself with people that brought joy to my life, just doing things that made me happy instead of making other people happy, that's when I started to realize that that's what success meant for me. It's just, it doesn't have to be a number. It's about a feeling I have really that's what success is for me, that feeling of just happiness where I am. So success to me is directly related to the level of freedom I have in the business and also in my personal life. So the more freedom to make decisions, I feel the closer I get to this complete, successful, and fulfilled feeling in my life. We have our beautiful home in Maine. We busted our butts to build that house. But again, it's because of the feeling we have and we're there. It's because of what we do and we're there. We're surrounded by all of our favorite people. We have our friends up all the time. We have our family up all the time. 
and we're doing things that bring us joy, whether it's drinking beer, whether it's playing games, whether it's sitting in front of a fire pit, whether it's going to bed at 930 because you just don't want to do anything. And that's success. The fact that we can do that. Like, I just feel blessed that I have days where I can just do nothing. But yeah, just just finding finding that place in your life in in maybe it's because I'm getting older that some of the littler things make me smile more than they used to but just just being happy overall is a life success for me just having freedom and independence and the ability to determine what my day is going to look like and set my own schedule and if I want to take you know a day off here and there or a week off here and there I'm not having to ask permission to do that. Oh, hey, it's Erica. Are you hearing what I'm hearing? There is a consistent theme that Jordan, Molly, Roberta, Sarah, and Rick are all talking about. They're basing their success on the level of freedom that they have. And as creatives and as entrepreneurs, we get to tie this idea of freedom into both our business and our lives. This truly is the crux of why it is so beautiful to have a successful creative business and why I'm creating this resource for you. It's to help you really understand that you're in control when you have a successful creative business. And what that control ultimately leads to is charging the prices that are going to bring you freedom to be able to make decisions in both your business and your life that are going to continually bring you joy and fill you up. And the more full of life and energy and excitement you are, the better you can serve your clients. Both Roberta and the Pedagraphs also touched on one additional point about creating success and what it means to them. And it's all about reaching people and making a difference in people's lives. Success shows up in my life like by waking up every day in the flow, meaning Things are working. I'm making an impact on my students. My family's taken care of. I started out in journalism and, you know, really wanted to make a difference um, to do the kind of reporting that either was true investigative reporting and uncovered, you know, something important, um, really made change, or at least just the kind of feature stories that touch people and move them emotionally. After that, I worked for our church for a while. And so when we came to do this... It wasn't just about making something pretty. It was hoping that it could be more than that. We truly see this as our ministry. And no, not every video is going to have the most deep, profound message. But when we get the option to share something that really touches people, really moves people, that means a lot to us. We have a video right now that has a very strong message about faith and a relationship founded on faith and on God. And even just some of the comments we've received on YouTube have been amazing. People saying, you know, this, watching this video really made me believe this, you know, I shouldn't settle for anything less than this, that this video spoke to them. And that is a big part of success for me when it comes specifically to a a, a video business, a videography business. also think that some success that we've had professionally is, is able to do our, um, our wedding film retreat and having other creatives think that we are successful enough to come and learn from the things that, um, that we're able to teach. Success to each of these creative business owners is the ability to choose 
where they spend their time and their money. That bottom line is freedom. And if you are running a successful creative business, your business will give you that freedom. For Jordan, that means being able to take off time a day or a week and not have to answer to anybody. She makes her own schedule. She works when she wants. She can travel and work on the road. And then there's Molly's success story. She and her husband love Maine and they love to get away. And they were fortunate enough, thanks to hard work, hustle, and her creative business, to build a second home where they can invite family and friends. What this translates to for her is more time with her favorite people and time away from work doing her favorite things. There's Roberta, who is building a business that is not location-dependent. And then there's Sarah and Rick of Penn Weddings, who take time every single day to just make sure that they're enjoying the small stuff. They're rescuing animals, they're kayaking, they're driving with the sunroof open, listening to Foreigner, living the good life. Now, all of these creatives are seasoned. They're already at a place where their business is successful and they're able to really enjoy the fruits of their hard work. If you're still in the building stage or looking to refocus... What gets you to a place where you really have the power to create that freedom in your business and your life? As I see it, there are two real keys to success and to building a successful creative business. The first one is to identify your vision. Being able to create a vision that is unique to yourself in your own life is one of the things that I love the most about being a creative entrepreneur. We're in such a unique position very different from our friends and family who are in a nine to five, in that we really get to decide exactly what our days look like and exactly how much money we bring in and exactly how we reinvest it in our business and in our lives. So often we feel like the creative entrepreneur or the entrepreneurial way in general is hard, right? It like often it totally feels like we're swimming upstream and, you know, dodging bullets and all the expressions that you can insert here to just show a struggle. But we're in control. We get to decide so much more about our just day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, year-to-year plan in lives than people who don't work for themselves. There is definitely a certain amount of pressure that comes with being your own boss and being in charge of your own revenue stream putting food on the table, supporting your family, supporting yourself. But there's so much freedom and control that comes with it. And once you really grasp this idea, I think your world is just going to expand. And you'll really get to see that you get to make all of the decisions for your business. And the more you get clear on your vision and the more you make decisions that are going to support you living your happiest life, the more you're going to show up for your family and your friends, the better you're going to be creating for your clients and just the happier you're going to be for yourself. Once you really start to get clear on what you want your life to look like, then you can start to create a plan that's going to get you there. This is where we really start to get focused on the numbers because as much as we just want to create art and pretty things and meaningful things for our clients, we also need to be serving ourselves as much as we're serving them. We do this in a way by making sure that we are compensated for the work that we're putting out there. And our level of compensation is really going to be driven by our vision and the plan that we create to support that vision. This is something that is so unique to every creative out there. So when we talk about, let's say, pricing, for example, 
you really can't compare your pricing to anybody else out there because everyone's situation is unique and everyone's goals and plan are unique. Your business's bottom line is going to dictate whether or not you are successful. Now, Molly brought up a point where it's not about the numbers, right? There's no magic number that says, if you hit this number, you're going to be a successful wedding photographer. There's no magic number that says, if you hit this, your design business is a success. That's not how it works because the beauty of running a successful creative business is that it's all focused on your own personal goals. It has nothing to do with Sally down the street or Bob next door. It's you. Your numbers are going to be unique to you. And as part of the planning to meet your vision, you're going to have to figure out what those numbers are. Does this make sense? The key to running a successful business is to create a vision and then develop a plan that will get you there. For now, let's start with a vision. I want you dreaming big and exploring all of the things that bring you joy and steal your joy. I made a resource that I know you're going to love. I will give you all the details at the end of this episode on where you can find it. It's absolutely free and I think it's really going to help you get clear on your vision and also help you put some thoughts around the plan that could get you there. Okay, back to the interview. I asked each one of our successful creatives on the panel for some advice that they would suggest to anyone who's looking to increase the success of their creative business. All of their advice was incredibly unique and absolutely profound. I 100% agree with each of them. Starting with why Roberta says creatives are made to be successful. You have a vision and the courage to live it, which is so great when you're thinking about you know, success and getting to that stage of success in your life. The one advice I would give creatives is to treat their businesses like they treat their art, like dream up a vision and be ruthless about creating that vision. Don't compromise. When I dreamed of a life where I could work from anywhere, I instantly knew I had to quit my corporate job and say no to every opportunity that didn't support that vision. So that's what I mean by when you create that end goal, that success story in your mind for you and nobody else, just make every decision possible to create that reality for you. And whatever doesn't support it, just say no or try to say no as much as possible. Well, it sounds pretty basic, but one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give, at least for us, being more creative than business owners, is get a bookkeeper. Uh, from the start, you know, we had a CPA, but we didn't have a bookkeeper. They're, the cost, whatever you're going to pay, is absolutely worth the time you would lose otherwise trying to do it all yourself. They're probably going to be better at it anyway, unless it just happens to be your specialty or you have a business background. And it could be the other way around. You could be someone who is a business owner at heart, and that's really what you want to do. So in that case, you know, outsource your editing. Um, for us, that's not the direction we would go. We love editing. But take the thing that is not your uh, forte and pay someone else to do it so you can focus on what you're great at and then have the rest of the time to invest in yourself, your family. One piece of advice that I would give is not to compare yourself to other people. 
it's something that I still struggle with to this day. And they say that comparison is the biggest, biggest downfall in owning a business. And there have been days where I am downright feeling so blah about myself because I'm stuck on Instagram looking at all of these amazing, amazingly talented artists out there. You have to use it as kind of a push and not something that's going to tear you down. Another thing I would tell people is not to focus on the numbers. Yes, you have a goal that you need to hit financially to make your life work, but you can't get to a point where you're basing your worth on a certain number. Like you can't tell yourself, if I don't book 10 weddings this year, I'm not good enough because you know what? Some years are going to be better than others. There are even times now where if I'm behind on bookings, I kind of beat myself up, but it doesn't represent who you are. So don't get hung up on those numbers. Things will come. You're going to win some, you're going to lose some, but just stay true to yourself Um, and love yourself and love the work that you provide. Your work represents who you are. Honestly, my biggest piece of advice is to start before you're ready. If you're anything like me, you're not going to want to start your business, your new project, your new idea until you feel like you have it fully flushed out. You've thought everything through to perfection and it's the perfect time and you have the right amount of money and all of those things. But if you are always trying to wait for the perfect time or when you feel like you're perfectly ready, you'll never start. And so my biggest piece of advice is just to start. And it's never going to be perfect, but you start and you learn and you grow and you don't have any regrets um, and you're not constantly putting it off to a later date. You've just got to start and fully commit and believe in yourself and start before you're ready. Start now. I hope you got something out of this. These creatives and so many others are the ones that inspire me on a daily basis. Thank you, thank you to Sarah and Rick at Penn Weddings, Molly at Molly Ann's Photography, Roberta West, and Jordan Zobrist for your generous hearts and your willingness to show up for other creatives. You can find links to information on on each one of them in the show notes. The takeaway from today's episode is this. Ultimately, you are the one who controls whether or not you're successful. As a creative entrepreneur, it's up to you to create the vision that you want your business and life to look like. The best part about being a creative business owner is that you can be in complete control. It's all up to you. Define what your vision is and go after it. Start before you're ready. Outsource where you need help. Don't get caught up in comparison or social media and lean in to what lights you up. Success is within your reach and we're here to help you get there. I'm all about action with inspiration. So here's what you can do. Head on over to SuccessfulCreatives.com, pop into the show notes, and then grab that workbook that I mentioned. It is absolutely free and it's really going to get you thinking about your vision and how you can start to create a plan that's going to support that vision. And then I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place, where we'll talk about the four hurdles that prevent creatives from finding success and how to overcome them. All right, that is a wrap. The first episode of Successful Creatives is done. I really hope that you liked this. If you got something out of it, would you leave me a review? I'd be so, so honored and would absolutely be doing a happy dance around my kitchen. Is there a topic you're hoping I'll talk about or a creative you'd love for me to interview? Let me know and I'll see if I can add it to the agenda.
I hope this episode helped you realize that success is absolutely there for you. It's time to create your vision and start building a plan. In the words of the great Jordan Zobrist, start now.